This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for Nickel or Dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on Nickel or Dime on BetQL Daily. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. Get started today. BetQL.com also available on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji here at BetQL Daily at BetQL Daily on Twitter. And as Russ Matera just mentioned, it is time to play nickel or dime. Jake Kassan tells me that our host is one Eli Hershkovich. Oh. Eli, how are you doing? Hello. Hello, Chris. How are Hi, you doing today? Eli. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi, I don't, buddy. I, I don't get a hi. Hi, Joe. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi, Jake. I think Eli Did sees you more often than me, so he doesn't feel like telling through you Through a virtual hi. screen. Right. Did, did Jake Hassan give you the follow on Twitter or not? Uh, I don't know. Not sure. I think you would know. That means that's a no. I think you I have know. A, I don't like, I don't know. Don't see like notifications. You don't see notifications. You don't see if people. If you don't know, there's on my Twitter, at least when I don't get like followed by a verified account, it doesn't pop up. True. Wow. Just flexing with the mark on all of us. I don't see the names. I don't. Okay. Oh, that's right. Eli's a blue check guy. If uh, so am I, but if if it's a, if it's a name, I know I would, that would stand out. It doesn't pop up on my phone though. Like as a notification. It's just interesting that Jake Hassan has worked on this show a long period of time, and then this weekend he finally decided to follow everyone. It's it's kind of rude. Uh, <laughs> there's there's something there. There's something Eli, there. You I don't know just, what it is. You only get certain notifications. Then is that how you've had it set up? I guess. Yeah, yeah. I only get notifications from verified accounts. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't get notifications at all. I I don't feel like I need my phone to light up every time somebody wants to tell me I suck. So I just. I but just you have experience those off. with that. Yeah, right. So I don't want any more. Yes, I know I, I suck. I don't need you telling me all the time. I see your mentions all the time, and they are, yeah, it happens a lot to you. It's not as bad as it used to be. It used to be worse when uh, it was Sox baseball and they were bad and I was the pre-post-game guy. And and who are you going to yell at? Who are you going to yell at that will talk you. back to you? Me. Like, yeah. I was, I'm the only person that would acknowledge the people who were angry about how bad the team was. So then I, I just took the beating for it, which is fine. And I feel like now looking back, the white Sox owe me. Yeah. They, they do. owe me a lot. What do you, what do you think they should give you? I'll think about it. Okay. I should have, I should that? have, a, 
I should have Who's a sweet. that White Sox third baseman that they acquired from the Royals or they got that like killed the White Sox for Mark years? Tian. Mark Tian, yes. Yeah. Mark nice Tian. guy, really good dude and funny, actually. But uh, got to the White Sox, not nearly as good. So he's he's one of those like, um, uh, wasn't Jeff Blauser kind of one of those two? Absolutely. With the Braves when and he, he would kill the Cubs and, you know, then he got there and he wasn't any good. Yep. Yeah. The yep. Sox have, have a lot of those time. dudes in their their time a lot of teams do where you think man this guy's always killing us we got to get him and then you get him and he sucks it's just how dumb the process is by some front yeah. offices for, for such a long time i don't think it happens as much anymore but for decades and decades like oh we got to get him yeah he kills us everybody okay. has access to uh advanced numbers they don't need to do that crap anymore exactly eli uh there's some good topics here i think you came up with them i don't know I did. did. Somebody else know about? Okay. Oh, Pretty, oh, a good. lot of baseball. A lot of baseball. All right. So starting off with the World Series futures odds, a nickel, uh, five hundred dollars on the Red Sox at twenty-two to one to win it all, or a dime on the Atlanta Braves at twelve to one. Mm. It's uh, the decision here is basically what's your outlook for these divisions? American League East. Do you think the Yankees are going to be back in it? Will Toronto stick around all season? Will uh, they take a step or two forward? And the National League East is trash right now. I mean, what what else do you want me to say? Uh, Will the Mets hang around? Once they get healthier, will they be fighting for the top of the division? Will their win total be close to what it was projected at going into the season? My problem with Boston, even though the lineup has been impressive, it goes back to the rotation. So for the long haul, I'm not betting on the Red Sox. And I still believe Atlanta will – turn it around and they're going to win the NL least. So I'll take the Braves at 12 to one. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'd put the thousand on them. I do think that they are the best team in the division. I think the Phillies and the Mets and I believe the Marlins are going to cause them problems all year. But when it's all said and done, I, I think that it's uh, the Braves who win the Red Sox. The only thing that's making me think twice about it is they're doing everything well right now. It's not just like, oh, they're hitting a ton and they're covering up their relief mistakes, you know, their bullpen mistakes or uh, what they're not. They're they're pitching well out of the pen. They're getting good starting. They're getting, um, you know, offense. They're getting everything. So the bet there is, do you think Tampa Bay is better than what they've shown so far? Um, is New York better than what they have shown so far? And I think so. Right. I'm, I, I, I don't think the Yankees are as bad as they've uh, played out at least to this point. Um, I am taking the Braves. I'll, I'll, I'll go dime on them, but I this is not as close, or this is not as it's not as easy of a call as you might think. Because and I'm the really American League's wide open. And the American League's wide open. I, exactly. I, I, there might be something to what the Red Sox are doing right now because every phase of their game has been really good. All right, over to some division odds, and I know Joe is a pretty good number on one of these teams. A nickel. $500 on the Kansas City Royals at plus 550 to win the AL Central or a dime $1,000 on the White Sox at minus 120. They're plus 550 already. Wow. Four weeks ago, I got the Royals at 40 to 1 to win the AL Central. <laughs> and now they're plus 550. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm happy with the start. 14 and 7. It's a surprise to many. The run differential for Casey is plus four with their 14 and seven record. I mean, come on. The White Sox are two games back. They don't have Lance Lynn. Kopech, if they, they're going to stretch him out to be a starter, 
he has been spectacular so far. So there's no reason that he isn't part of the rotation moving forward. They have a plus 21 run differential. I'm removing my Royals bet from the conversation. If I'm walking in today blind, I'm clearly betting 1,000 on the White Sox at minus 120. I uh, absolutely agree with you. Dime on the White Sox, and the reason is the Kansas City Royals are doing what they're doing right now by virtue of their pitching. But statistically, the White Sox have still been a better pitching team uh, throughout the the first month of the season. And they're a better offensive team, too. So as the year goes on, as we get weeks from from this point, the Sox are going to start to, I think, pull away from where Kansas City is. Now, I think the Royals could win the division, but they're not going to win the division. They're probably going to end up in like third place when it's all over. Uh, Kansas City, by the way, does have a history you know, over the last 15 or so years where they look pretty good at the start of the year and then things fall Mm -hmm. off for them. That's exactly what's going to happen here again. Eli, let me ask you a question. So I have this Royals number and the Twins don't look like they're going to be involved here. Maybe they are in the end, but right now it doesn't look like they will be. Should I I be hedging with the White Sox at minus 120? Because that might be the best number you get all year. Can you buy out and get a a pretty good profit right now? I'll see what's being offered. Worth I'll, a look. I, I haven't checked. What, what I haven't did you? Checked. So you put money on Minnesota. What did? What was it? When no, you did? I didn't. I oh, didn't. My, my okay. point is that the Twins are not part of this, and we thought oh. they would be. Oh, so you're talking about cashing out your Royals bet, or or just hedging on taking the White Sox, okay. and so then I have a pretty large profit no matter what. Yeah. No, it's worth a look. Over to the other Central Division, a nickel, $500 on the Cubs at plus 600 to win the NL Central, or a dime on the Brewers at plus 110. Ooh, Cubs, 6-1. to one. So how do you want to look at this? you want to say that they're just three games back or they're tied for last place in the National League Central? <laughs> um, Milwaukee, <laughs> the pitching is so good. Yeah. So good. I mean, even the guy going today, Hauser, I mean, 62% ground ball rate. He's really solid for the middle of the rotation. Uh, Yelich's back concerns me. The Brewers' lack of depth is also an issue, but the Cubs will be selling. So, again, we're three for three on dimes, but give me the Brewers at plus 110 to win the division. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The Brewers are right now a... That they're kind of similar to what Kansas City is in the Central Division, though I still think they have a better chance. And what I what I mean by they are kind of like Kansas City is that they're doing it in a similar way. Their offense is average so far, but their pitching has been really, really good. And that puts them in, in pretty good position right now to win the National League Central. I wanted to bet on the Cubs before the season started because I thought they might have a better year than what a lot of people expected. And the odds reflect that. But uh, Milwaukee is a better team. And I still have I have concerns like you do about the Brewers and what they are. But I think I'd rather take the dime on them 
to end up winning the division than the Cubs having better starting pitching as the year goes on and uh, finding some real offensive rhythm aside from just a couple of games here and there. I, I fear that what's going to end up happening with the Cubs is they're going to do what they've been doing. You'll have a game or two where they bust out and score a bunch of runs, and you think, okay, the Cubs are back. Here we go. And then they respond with two, three, four days of no offense at all. I think that might go on for most of the year. To your this, point, too, no Yalich yeah. from Milwaukee just yet. Yep. yep. Right. And it's probably, but Burns also isn't going to pitch to this level all season, right? Can we agree on that? Well, I think he's closer to what he was doing than what he did last night. Yeah. Yeah. I so I'd agree with I, that. Yeah. But I, I don't think he's that good. No. All right. This is uh, Beck Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji, Eli Hershkovich, our host for Nickel or Dime and MLB Futures uh, rendition. What you got, Eli? Yeah, you guys kind of uh, hit on this earlier a little bit. For the AL MVP, a nickel on Shohei Otani at plus 900 or a dime on Mike Trout at plus 210 over at points bet. I'm I'm nickel on Shohei Otani. And yeah. the, 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 well, here's the thing. The only thing, and I know we touched on this earlier, but I'll reiterate it. The only thing that makes me nervous about this is his health. And he has not been able to stay healthy in a good season. Now, he played 44 games last year, which is two-thirds of the season. But first of all, you're going to need more than two-thirds of the season, and also you're going to have to hit over 200 in order to be the MVP. I (laughs) think that offensively he can keep this up for the full year, but I worry that he's going to be able to stay on the field for more than 100 games. And if you're going to be the most valuable player, you have to do that. But if he does stay on the field for five and a half Uh, five months or so, and he continues on this pace, people are going to fall over themselves to vote for him for most valuable player. I I mean, we've never seen a player like this in our lifetimes that's able to pitch, pitch well, and then he's a monster at the plate. You you mean to tell me that people, even over Mike Trout, can't wait to vote for him? I I promise you they can't wait. So I'm going to go the nickel on him at plus 900. This trout plus two ten number, it I'm wondering though, if right? it, I'm wondering if it's the best number we're gonna get all year. He's number one in baseball in Fangraphs War. He has the highest batting average at 426. Like we played a month of baseball mm-hmm. and he's hitting 426. He has the highest on base percentage at 539, and he's slugging eight. 20 an OPS of 1359 an OPS of 279 Ranji I know (laughs) look there are two things that could happen here if Otani plays the full season doing what he's doing there are two ways that Mike Trout ends up um I, I think beating him one if he ends up hitting over 400 so he gets that DiMaggio number I think everybody is is uh is obviously gonna vote for him yeah right yeah um I said two. Maybe that's the only one. Um, but well, that I think that's that that might be the only way it happens for him. Despite he's always had gaudy numbers, I just think there might be some Mike Trout fatigue. If he play, you're right. But if he plays a full season, I don't think the voters are going to be able to get past these numbers. I don't know, man. You got a two way player yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I understand but what the odds might be against him staying healthy. Man, it's a it's a lot to ask a major league player to be a starting pitcher and give you like 25 starts or more and also play every day. And Did you hit. realize he was still hitting 426? 
Trout? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Sometimes you look at these numbers like this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um. Right. I, I. So. So the plus two ten you're talking about. You may not get another Mike Trout number that's that's that high until right. he's like thirty five years old and at the tail end of his career. That's true. Diamond Trout, hundred percent. Ranji's going with Nickel on Otani. What else you got, Eli? Okay, standing the American League over to the Cy Young race. A nickel on Tyler Glass now at plus five hundred, or a dime on Garrett Cole of the Yanks at plus two seventy. Go ahead, Ranji. Uh, I'll take the nickel on Glass now, just because I think there's value there, and um, you know Cole will get a lot of votes. Obviously, if he if he ends up pitching really well at the end of the year because he's a Yankee, but I think people are willing to bet on somebody new or vote uh, for him. It might come down to these two guys. This might be it. Yeah. Uh, Giolito's in the mix. Bieber, is he going to repeat? Probably not. But I agree with you. Here's my first nickel. I would go with Glass now at 5-1. to one. If it ends today, it's Cole, though. There's a reason he has shorter odds. His numbers are ridiculous. We'll talk some NBA with Michael Gallagher from Establish the Run next. Joe Ostrowski, Chris Ranji on the BetQL Audio Network.